Bonjour. Hello and welcome to Social Media Weekly, episode 24th, July 2018. Social Media Weekly is brought to you by Virtual Peddlers Marketing, the digital marketing agency that helps small businesses go digital. Woo. My name is Sean. And JK here. I'm Rehan. Faustina here. And in this week, uh, we first talk about how Instagram is allowing us to remove followers. Mm-hmm. And uh, remember when Snapchat removed all our friends' snaps away from the Discover bar? Mm-hmm. It is now back. Ooh. Due to popular demand. Google was fined $5 billion US dollars for antitrust violation by the EU, but Facebook only got £500,000 slap on the wrist for the breach of user privacy. Why? We may have just figured out why Facebook is going into the chip building business. Snapchat is pushing their content beyond the app, starting with these four partners. And Google is back in the game in the race to $1 trillion. Congratulations. Back to our story. (laughs) You can now remove followers on Instagram. Yeah, it's savage. Uh, savage. <laughs> it, it actually is quite savage, <laughs> but Why it's necessary. Why want to move the followers? <laughs> there are some that spam you, you know. So now before, okay. <laughs> let me let me read this thing first. <laughs> they just can't wait to get into the story. Yes. So before this, managing the privacy of your Instagram account is very extreme. You can either keep it public where everyone can see it, or go private where nobody can see it. You could have a public Instagram account where you block unwanted individuals, but you cannot prevent others from following you unless until at, at least until now. So first, uh, you have the more traditional block for those people you really hate. Then you have the mute for those who post 100 times a day, <laughs> but you still want to be friends with them, so you don't want to hurt their feelings, so you just mute them. And now you can also remove followers. Um, but the question is that even if you remove followers, right, they can still see your account. They can still go to your account and see um, the photos and videos yeah. that you post. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the only difference is that that person stops becoming a follower. Yeah. Yeah. If you mute that person, right, then... So assuming if you mute that person, you can't see that person's post, but that person, that person can still see your post. Yes. So what this does is it adds another layer where it prevents them to also see your post as well. Oh. Right? What, what is it? What? Unfollow, <laughs> <laughs> man. You, un- you unfollow them. I mean, I think this you, is becoming really complicated. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, okay. Let me get the picture. Like, if you block, so mm-hmm. you can't see that person. That person, that person can't, can't see you. See you yeah. But if you mute them, they can still see your post that is being posted. But you the, can't see their post yeah. because yeah. it's too annoying. It's fuck. too annoying. Sorry. <laughs> and then there is the remove follower they can still see your account you can still see, see their account just that you're both not following each other yeah but you're, you're so if you remove a follower that assumes that you also don't want to follow that person yeah right yeah. Yeah. so you can't be following a person and then don't want that person to follow you yeah so you don't follow each other's uh, account but, yeah. but you can still search for each other yeah yeah. 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 I mean, I've done that before. It's like before this feature came out, what I did was I private my account that I removed those that I don't want to yes. follow me anymore. Yeah. So I've done this before because like this 
some people they are really just really really toxic and mm-hmm. like I don't want them following me I don't want to follow them yeah, but yeah. I don't want to like suddenly block them I don't hate them to the point that I need to block them yeah it's just we I don't want to be followed by them it's anymore like some of them are so negative and so yeah. full of stuff and so you just I, don't want them to be in your life yeah because your life is beautiful and in your feet yeah <laughs> I want my happy rainbows and unicorns <laughs> so yeah I mean okay. I've done for that so now with the um, you want to unfollow them you want to remove them as your followers it's much easier than going private and doing that mm-hmm. but so, well, if you go private and do that then you have to actually go private there are people who don't want their accounts to be private yeah. mm. because the 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 key point of Instagram is uh, discoverability, right? Mm. If you are not discoverable, then no point. there's no point mm. to be on social media. Yeah. Uh, if you want to just keep your little private diary with your close friends, then that's just that. Mm. Uh, but to me, I think uh, one of the reasons why we would need this is because, uh, well, to me personally, it helps me remove fake or business accounts from my following. Because there are a lot of business accounts who also follow you and yeah. uh, unfollow you. They follow you and unfollow you, yeah. or it's okay if they follow you and unfollow you because they hope that you will follow them. Yeah. And then they unfollow you, and then you forget to unfollow them, and so then that's how they gain followers. They keep a certain golden ratio. And also to remove spammers. Yes, and also to remove spammers. But let's say if it's a follower who is just dormant. It's like top-notch stalker. They don't like your post. They don't do anything. They don't talk to you. Yeah. They There's just zombie accounts. stalk you. Yeah. Well, it, it can't... It's not... Yeah, maybe zombie accounts. But let's say if they just do that and you feel uncomfortable. Just remove them. Lah. But technically, if they don't talk to you, they don't do anything, they can't annoy you. So in a way, well, <laughs> some people feel that... You don't even know they followed you to begin with. Some people feel that it's annoying because... Um, they are doing that because they are just being very quiet, sitting at a corner and just looking at you. you. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then they watch your stories. Yeah. But because you are so uh, open in social media, right? So they know exactly where you go, yeah. what you eat, who you mingle it with, and who you hang yeah. out with, and what uh, movies you watch. Uh, they can. That's all social media. Profile you and then they can profile you and they can. I don't know, but but I think that's. It's this level of paranoia that is yeah. un- unrequired because like what JK says, right? Social media, if you want to Real post social. it out there, you expect the whole world to be able to see it. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, things like that are very private, you won't post in your yeah. social media. Yeah. You just filter out whatever yeah. you want to post. not, you just don't post, right? Yeah. right? The only reason my account is public is so that our company gets more exposure. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. Oh, I'm sorry for. No. <laughs> but I don't post much or so already, so I'm like. Eh. Oh well. All right, moving on. Remember when Snapchat moved all of our friends steps away from our discovery bar, it is back and on top of the discovery bar. Yay! So late last year, Snapchat moved all our friends snaps from the discover bar to the chat bar. This caused a massive outrage among teens who are so used to the older layout. As of last week, they finally moved in back to the Discover Bar again. Yippee for them, but mm, to me, I think Discover Bar is more of where you discover new things. Yes. Why do you want to discover something that you really discover? That's that's uh, that's yeah that's 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 what Snapchat thought when they uh when they split your friends 
snaps away from the discovery side, the the discover side. But what happened was, uh, because I was heavily using Snapchat before they switched to Mm. the the chat discover, what happened is all your friends' snaps, right, is just part of the chat. The chats now. It's chats with a circle that looks like Instagram stories where you have a color. Mm. That means they have a new snap. Mm. Instead of it being in a discover and mingle around with all the the um, new stuff. the brands and influencers and stuff like that news. But when they moved, when they split it apart, what happened is that then you have some people who you follow who are considered influencers who go into the the discover bar. Yeah. And those who are not influencers who go into the the chat. So in order to see everything, you have to be, you have to check both the chat side and the discover side to go through everybody's snaps. So much double standards. Yeah. So before that happened, all we need to do is just to start with one and you will just continuously skim through every single thing in your entire playlist Mm. for the day. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to actively go back and forth. Mm -hmm. But when they did this, it was difficult because then you have this side and you have to go through that side again and you have to check both sides. So that's why a lot of people were quite uh, pissed, pissed about off about it. it. Mm. And now that it's back, uh, hey. the top section of the Discover Bar is your friends. It's like the Facebook then, stories yeah, thing. Yeah, like Facebook stories. For once, right, they are copying something back from yeah. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like it now that, that it's back on the right. I mean, yeah, even yeah. Be, until before they, the new update, I was... Like scrolling to the right, eh? The story is the other side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, there's always this. There's too much work going on. There's too much work going on now. Now it's good. Now it's back to that. Yeah, you and now it's and everything yeah. Just, just and now flows. your friends are the priority, and yeah, the others yes. are the discover, which is better. Everything is later on, which is good. Yeah. I like it. Well. Oh, okay. Mm, okay. I don't use Snapchat. <laughs> 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 so I have no comments. <laughs> Alright. We interrupt today's episode for some advertisement. Whatever your business and however active you are on social media, you need a functional and mobile responsive website. Social media gets you the traffic, but you play by their rules. If they decide to close you down tomorrow due to some weird regulation, you can't argue with them. With Virtual Peddlers, you are, you are able to own your own your very own WordPress single page website from as low as a promotional price of 1,500 ringgit only. Over 27% of the internet is powered by WordPress, supported by more than 48,000 free plugins for every customization imaginable. Drop us a Facebook message and find out how we can get you a brand spanking new website today. What? <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to change. I think we need to change the ads. Get some new ads. Okay, Google was fine. 5 billion US dollars for antitrust, but Facebook only got 500k pounds for breach of user privacy. Wow, Why? That's, that's Why? so funny. Look at this meme. It's so unfair. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Google was just slapped with a hefty fine of 5 billion US dollars for controlling how Android is being used by the smartphone makers. They include what? They include Google Play Store can only be used after Chrome browser is installed on the devices. Smartphone makers are not allowed to create fork, fork version, version of Android. Android so that they do, they do not remove reliance on Google apps and more. 
for one Android is a free OS and uh, that Google develops and allows any smartphone makers to make to use makers to use ชิดๆอันนี้เหมือนกันชิดๆเชื่อไหมเดี๋ยวว่าเป็นบาลีของซัมเมอร์เอาเดี๋ยวจะสตาร์ทชาร์จิ่งพอแอนดรอยด์โ
why was Google fined so much money for something as simple as antitrust, and Facebook was had to can walk away with just five hundred thousand pounds of fine for breach of user privacy by so many people. That is. That's the mind-boggling. Yeah, part. that is mind-boggling. I don't understand why, how, how they did, you know. Even I'm questioning how. It's so weird. They, they, they violated so much more than what Google did. Exactly. Like that. What? At least, at least Google is not conning people or, you know, trying to steal people's Yeah, I mean, before we use... All over. Exactly. Before we use any of the apps from Google or anything from Google, they will put uh, like those terms and conditions thing mm. and then like, oh, they will notify you that, oh, this app, what happened, what happened and all this. So like, I don't get it. <laughs> My brain cannot process. <laughs> Yeah, that, that Intel Facebook. Maybe they say the, the guy who find Facebook. Oh, I still want to have my Facebook account. I find you cheaper. I still want to have my Facebook account. <laughs> <laughs> Google is okay. I don't know. <laughs> 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 but my Facebook account is very important. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> All right, next up. So we may have just figured out why Facebook is going into the chip building business. Last last week we talked about. I know. Yeah, no, about JK is not potato chips. This week we found this. <laughs> so a few years ago, Facebook and Google went into a whole CSR. I have a dream for the world mission to provide free internet to the most inaccessible parts of the world. Mm-hmm. While Google used balloons floating in the higher edges of the sky, Facebook wanted to use autonomous... Autonomous. Autonomous. <laughs> that is so great. I got one minute. <laughs> yeah, I got my one Finally, minute. Finally, <laughs> she gets a one minute. Right. Oh yeah. Solar-powered planes. Okay. Now they are abandoning the planes and aiming for space. Facebook is planning to build satellites called Athena. To feed internet. The project. Uh, Oops, the project. Called project the... Athena. Sorry. Hi <laughs> <laughs> Athena. <laughs> you guys gotta read this before you. Sorry. <laughs> to feed internet <laughs> to the farthest reaches of the world, these satellites will hover in low orbit, about one thousand miles above the surface. Yeah. Um. So last week we talked about uh Facebook. Uh, going into the chip. Hiring yeah. this ex-Google head of engineer yeah. for the silicon yeah. department. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were think we were we were actually uh, speculating that they were going to go back into the VR. Yeah. Mm. But there is a chance that they might be using this they might be building this department to build hardwares for this satellite. So it's beyond VR already? Uh, well it's different, it's not beyond. Uh, Facebook has always had the the dream to uh, provide free internet for everybody. Uh, but of course, Facebook's version of free internet is very controversial. They, they did this before. They did this before with India, mm-hmm. where they provided free internet, like a starter pack free internet. I don't remember what's the name, it was a few years ago. Uh, this starter pack free internet that includes all the, all the Facebook applications and just a little bit more. So, it's not considered free internet. It's not free if the only thing you can connect to for free Facebook. Are, face, are Facebook apps. <laughs> like Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp. 
so <laughs> so the 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 real definition of free internet is that someone can access it to go to wherever they want to go regardless of whether it's their brand part of their product or not part of their product mm-hmm. so even though facebook is spending a lot of money doing this um, i got a i have a feeling that what they want back is quite straightforward they just want people to be able to More use users. yeah their Yeah, basically yeah. monopolize the whole market in a, in a way i mean google is also doing this right yeah. because if you provide someone with the infrastructure to surf the net mm. the first thing they use in order to search google will google. be google yeah. so they hope that google will still be relevant by the mm. time project loon becomes a big thing and facebook is the same thing as well so these two are the bigger google. competitors yeah because i think there there is an estimated One billion people without internet access. Yeah. So if they they are racing to get to the one billion. Makes sense. Makes All right, moving sense. on. Um, Snapchat is pushing their content beyond the app, starting with these four partners. Snapchat. Snapchat wants to bring their content outside of their borders, and it's working with Storyful, Newsweb, Samdesk, and Tagbot to do it. These partners are actually news-focused platforms used by journalists and media organizations. Previously, we announced that Snapchat released their SnapKit API. I think it was a few. I think it was a couple of months back, which allow users to share their snaps in their own websites, like how we have in our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, our Instagram stories work with our website. Mm-hmm. It will also allow users to log in the subs- log in to subscriptions using Snap accounts. You know how when you create uh, when you go into a new new subscription service and they say create your own login and password and then you can choose to log in with Facebook log in with Google Plus yeah, yeah. and log in with Snap Snapchat so if you log in with Snap with a Snap account uh, the company says that it's a lot more secure because they don't collect and share any information well not much information with third party platforms uh, so what they're doing now is uh, they not only release the Snapkit API but they're taking The first step forward by working with um, with these four companies, these four partners who are actually news-focused platforms, news platforms uh, used by journalists and media organizations. So what this what this means is that um, soon Snapchat is actually pushing forward for news and um, more serious content. Yeah, really, really serious content, news content. Uh, we might be able to see uh, more. News partners like CNN, BBC, and all this kind of good Vox Media and things like that that will work with Snapchat to push. Malaysia Kini first needs to make a mobile responsive website. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Which they need us. Why not try us for one thousand five hundred? No, no, no. The website is too complicated. We can't afford one thousand five hundred. We get eight thousand. Ah, uh, JK, go approach them lah. Hi, Malaysia Kini. You need to upgrade website. <laughs> we know someone inside what? <laughs> oh yeah, we do. Billy, Billy, Billy works for Malaysia. Yeah. Is a Chinese company. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Actually, yeah, Chinese company. <laughs> next. Uh, All right. Next Google time. is coming back in the race to one trillion network. So currently, Google's net worth is over eight hundred billion. So Google is inching closer in front of runners, Apple's and Amazon to the one trillion mark. Apple and Amazon, Amazon, but Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> 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 Amazon. 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 
hundred billion range at this point. Like, I'm amazing. He just took back the one minute highlight. Wow. The second quarter announcement was more impressive than expected, with a twenty six percent increase year over year. As reported by TechCrunch, although Google's cash cow is still in advertising, stop laughing. <laughs> its service and hardware departments are also starting to see results, and perhaps the maturity of Google's deep learning AI research will help with their numbers too. So we let's let's dissect this right. There are um, now there are four four pe- four companies in the race to the first trillion. Four tech companies in the race to the first trillion. Mm-hmm. Apple. Amazon, uh, Google, and Microsoft. I think I say BP. <laughs> well, we we hope. So both both Apple and Amazon are already at the nine hundred billion mark. Uh, I think Microsoft is in the seven hundred billion. I mm-hmm. don't know where they are now after the second quarter announcement, but Google uh, was somewhere near. Microsoft's range mm. before the second quarter announcement, and now they made uh, quite a giant leap um, year on year uh, with a twenty six percent increase. So they are actually inching closer to both Apple and Amazon. Market says that between Apple and Amazon, these two will be the ones that will first reach because they have. Um, well, Amazon is in a growth tra- trajectory. I don't know who, who. Who suggested this article? But <laughs> so I'm gonna go on a little bit of a rampage where I don't think three of you guys will understand what it means. But it's okay, never mind. So that's So so uh, now we look at the products that these four companies have, right? Mm. Uh, Amazon has been doing well for the past year because Alexa is a very strong product, yes. yeah. and uh, they they just bought over Whole Foods and they are going back from. From e-commerce, and they're going back into retail, but they're bringing a bunch of uh, high-tech implementations into retail, where mm. it's like uh, Amazon Go, I think, where you just walk in, buy whatever you want, and walk out. You don't okay. even have you to. to pay cash. You don't have to pay with cash, and they will just check everything out through your phone. Um, cool. Alibaba is doing the same thing, mm-hmm. uh, following Amazon, and Amazon is actually building a, a huge beehive, where they will send out drones to. To deliver packages to people. Oh my god, yes, that's so fly, cool. fly, fly here and there. So, Amazon has really good plans on on like with plans like these, right? You can see that they have a clear roadmap on reaching the first trillion. Um, whereas, let's say for example, Google. Google has been trailing for the past few years, but right now we see that their deep learning AI is. Reaching maturity. In the beginning of this year, when they announced that uh, uh, Google Duplex, all of a sudden we see that that they're like in a different league now that nobody else can catch up. Even that Google Maps has AR and it's so complicated and it's so good and it's in a different that it's like they they leap forward compared to all their competitors. Mm. Uh, Microsoft is doing well because they are they just started building hardware and the hardware mm. division is doing very very good. And um, they are. They may also be reintroducing their phones and also their PDAs, where oh. they go. Like, I, I think we talked about it last, yeah. last week, right? Yeah. So, so the hardware yeah. division is doing very well, and um, and the Windows 10 OS is very very strong. It's very um, it's a very good, very good OS, uh, and I think that is is very 
the next growth plan. Yeah, it's a it's a very very clear roadmap of where they want to go, and they can they can reach their first trillion. Mm. But to me, what is questionable now is Apple. Mm. The only thing that is doing strong for Apple is Apple. the iPhone. Yeah. The Mac, uh, uh, the Mac laptops, mm. they are not getting traction. Um, like they just released a, a new range of laptops, and they we found out that there is an i9 uh, processor on the new 17-inch mm-hmm. MacBook Pro mm-hmm. that was very heavily throttled because they don't have enough cooling to handle the power oh. of the chip. Oh. So the question becomes like, instead of severely underclocking an i9, mm-hmm. you could have just overclocked the i7 a little bit more yeah. and make it as powerful as the i9, but cheaper than the i9. Yeah. But instead, they put an expensive chip, which nobody can ever use more than fifty percent of it because the the fans are not powerful enough to keep it cool. Um, so, the the new MacBook Pros are not impressive. Um, they are releasing the they are announcing a new iMac, which previously the the black one looks like a trash can. Mm. That wasn't impressive as well. So does it feels like Apple lose all their unique products? Yeah, it's like they used to stand up. Huh? Yeah, right. Uh, they used to be at the forefront of this, where mm. they have something that is so cool. impressive and mm. so compelling that they would they are pushing the industry forward. Mm. Um, there is one thing that can get them to pass the one trillion mark very easily. Siri. No, huh? the MacBook Air. Air? Yeah. Why are you sure? Yes. The MacBook Air was there the was laptop. The, the MacBook Air was the first laptop, right, that did not have the CD. Yeah, the thin one. It was the first laptop that looks like the one that created this form factor that um, that Weihan is holding. Okay. So it, it created an entire new range of laptops. And MacBook Air is still the, the best selling, the most. Uh, like the best laptop ever made yeah. in the history Especially of all laptops. Especially if you're on the go and everything, yeah. it's so it's, it's light. Perfect. It's like you can do a bit of heavy duty stuff in there, but mm. it's light enough. It's just below 2 kg, it's 1.5 kg now, or something like that. And it's really good. And every other uh, laptop maker in the world started building laptops that look like a MacBook Air. Exactly. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. So, so uh, but they, they refuse. To continue on with this Why? because they want to push people that that can spend three thousand bucks on a laptop to the iPad Pro because they believe that iOS is the future and macOS is a dying uh, it's a dying operating system. So um, it it comes down to whether what is it that they want versus what is it that the market wants. Yeah. Apple has never been very good at listening to what the market wants. Mm. Apple has always been very good at telling people you what you want. Yes, you listen to me, but, I tell you what you want. But, but can't they well. implement the iOS into the MacBook Air? They can't because iOS is touch, uh, touch focus. Touch my... This is the only reason why Mac OS still has not implemented touch yet. Because they refuse to let it compete with iOS. Whereas Windows is already touch enabled. Why not touch yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah. Why not touch one? They are like a, they are like they are like a bunch of uh, stubborn uh, Gen Xers yeah. and, and baby boomers who refuse to leave their office. <laughs> no, 
half of Apple's staff is yeah. yep. is twice the age of half of Google's staff. I think it's, yeah. it's, they're so old. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Gotta go rock them soon. Oh. So you have anything to add, JK? Mm, not so much lah. But previously, I thought the yeah, Siri or something that could explore further. They did. They did hire about a thousand people to 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 occupy the Siri team, yeah. but. To me, lah, this is what I think. Um, the the most important thing about these AI platforms, right, that make it really good and they keep learning, yeah. is how they collect information from users. Mm. But when Apple says we will not collect information mm. from yeah. users, they just kill this. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know whether they can actually find an, an alternative way to do this or not. I think what's Google Assistant. Because Google Assistant yeah, already. Because yeah. Google has already has has information on words. Yes. The, the only thing left mm. is just vocal vocals. Yes. And vocals from different regions such as slang. And yes. if you can identify that, right? Google Assistant is gonna be. Actually, yeah. I think they have improved or uh, I don't know whether they, they made an effort or not, but I think the the ability to understand um our slang is better these days. Or not slang on our accents. Yeah, so different country accents. I think I think is is better with Google Assistant these days. Uh, which I I have a funny story that I want to tell. <laughs> <laughs> so I was using Google Maps. Uh, the other day, <laughs> the other day. So uh, yeah, apparently they have a Google Assistant there. Then it was like saying, oh, try to say where is my next turn. Then I tried I tried that function. Then it apparently it works. So then I got so bored with the jam. So then I start asking asking Google Assistant. Uh, are we there yet? <laughs> so I keep repeating that for like for like I think ten times. Then, then it decided to say to me, if you keep asking, if you start asking that again, we will not stop for ice cream. <laughs> and that, that, that really made me stop. Like, oh. It shows. So guys, if you want a bribe, Weihan, you know what to do. <laughs> so so I, I find it very interesting. So so humanize it lah. Yeah. yeah, so cute. This is this is actually more more compelling than we than we think. You know because why? Um, digital assistance has always been. Uh, you ask one question, yeah. and the whole conversation ends right after. Yeah. Like for example, if I ask, uh, let's say, uh, who is Dustin Hoffman? Right, and then he shows me pictures of Dustin mm. Hoffman, and then when you ask again, uh, how old is he? The digital assistant will forget what you're talking about. Yeah. But Google Assistant does that. Yeah. You can just ask how old is he, and yeah. he will. He will say the they can continue the, the conversation. conversation, and then you can ask again, um, what movies has he been in recently? Mm. Then you continue conversation. Whereas the others cannot do that. So. What you did, Weihan, was was good because you can, uh, she she remembers all the questions. She's super annoyed. Oh my god, girl! Stop this! Okay, I can imagine the SOP inside the same. Three times before and three goes. So yeah, that was quite an interesting finding. <laughs> ask again. I screenshot. Google screen. Google <laughs> assistant will probably tell me no donuts oh, for me. Maybe based on what I what you search is just. Or maybe it's a just a pre-programmed thing. Yeah. So cute. Everybody eats ice cream. Cute. <laughs> All right. Wait, do you have anything for us to, this week? Um, I do Google Ads. 
So, uh, but this is an uh, open discussion whether it works or not because um, I've been reading out articles about uh, search ad, uh, especially their Google search partners. It was never a complete list. They never really published a full list of partners. And, yes. and then they also say that it will change without, without letting you know. So you're basically, if you're on a very tight budget, uh, it's advisable for you to enable it because uh, because by by data itself we uh, do searching by going to google.com and do searching anyway so mm. most of the time uh, I think I think they are their main uh, search partner is uh, Amazon Amazon and YouTube. <laughs> YouTube and uh, some, some other I can't remember already. okay so so you can disable this by going to your campaign level settings and then you can you will see under networks and it's uh, search networks and also display networks. So so far uh, I've tried that out for this month and the conversion seems to be quite good and good. So let's say what? Um, you disable the search partners. Yes. You disable reach into the search partners. Yes. Why would you do that? Uh, because they say that sometimes it it uh you don't know, you have no idea where it went sometimes. Okay. Some, because the, you search by... Because if you have the intention to search already, you will most likely go to Google site already. Um, to actually actively search for it. Yeah. So the, the difference would be like, when it goes into your search partner, that means, let's say when I'm in Amazon yeah. shopping for something, yeah. and then there's a bar it that just shows a, the search yeah, result. Yeah, right? it's just like a small, tiny word or so. Yeah, yeah. So it, it doesn't make a very significant so it's, a, its effectiveness is not as good. It's questionable. Okay. A lot of people, it's very okay. controversial because I, I, I read out some articles, some people say it works, some people say it doesn't. Okay. So uh, why not you just try it out for yourself? Yeah. Uh, so far, I've tried it. Uh, seems quite good pretty good the for, search partners yes okay so just, so it I works guess. in your yeah. in your experience okay okay well alternatively you can actually use display ads yeah. because it will still appear in the same places but instead of it being a search result it's actually an image which mm -hmm. captures the attention of people yeah because like people are more uh, visually yeah driven. Yeah. Yeah, driven. yeah but this is this is just some some that uh, strategy that people use. So. Yeah, uh, well, I guess it's good. Um, we can do an A-B testing. You can try um, with or without and then run it for two weeks and then see what comes back with uh, better results. Then you know which works better for you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so do you have anything else? No. no. All right, so that's all for Social Media Weekly, 24th of July, 2018. My name is Sean. I'm JK. I'm Weihan. Postina. Hold on before we leave. Social Media Weekly is available in Google Podcasts, Google <laughs> Podcasts. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Our website, Instagram, wherever you get your podcast, hopefully. Oh, we have Spotify as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, so rate us five star if you really like us, three star if you think we can improve and let us know where we can improve. And no star if you think we can improve and let us know where we can improve. <laughs> and leave your comment. And leave a comment below here, 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 and here as well. And <laughs> we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. It's horrible. No, it's horrible.
So going on about so going on at one minute. What? You're off already? I'm still running.